Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thurwa. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel hustle alone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the beautiful bruiser, the sin of professional wrestling, Molly Spartan. How are you doing this evening, Molly? I'm, I'm good this evening, preparing for the weekend that is about to commence. Um, I'm weirdly in a calm state, which is yeah. usually when people start to worry. Um, when I'm calm, that's normally when they're like, things are going to go tits up. What's going to happen? <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, Casey likes to say I'm most dangerous when I'm quiet because yes. it means I'm thinking, and that's when it's that's bad. <laughs> it's bad for somebody. Um, if I'm sitting quiet thinking, they're like, "Oh no, oh no." Um, but yeah, the moment, yeah, good. Um, but we'll see how that turns out by the end of the weekend. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so for the listeners, we are recording this on the 29th of July, and this weekend is, yes, Thursday the 31st. This weekend, TNT are holding two all-women shows, which look amazing. I'm so gusted I can't go. <laughs> so, uh, so I went to Wrestle Island last, I went to Wrestle Island last weekend. <laughs> I went, I'm, on, I'm at TNT on Sunday, and I'm at OPW next week, so I just don't have the funds to do anymore. <laughs> just, but but, but oh, it yeah, looks amazing. I'm going to do you. <laughs> Can you talk me through your reaction when I'm guessing Jay Apter phones you and says, I'm going to put you in an all-women's tournament. So you're like, oh, that's cool. We're going to put some hardcore stipulations on it. You're like, okay. So, okay. And then I want to put you against Jay Adams, possibly the strongest woman in British wrestling in a kendo stick death match. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You think she's the strongest woman in British All right, okay, okay. I would take that as an absolute insult and slap to the face. Oh. No. Um, because I think I could challenge that. Um, possibly. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll give you. She's we're on the same path. Yes. Um, but I think I could give her a good going for her money. Uh, you know, uh, deadlift one forty. I deadlift one forty. Squat. Wow. PB at one eighty. So yeah, I mean, I'm some weakling myself. Mm. Um. But yeah, no. Um, so actually, there's a there's a weird story that comes about with the death match tournament. Uh, yes. About, um, with G, and of course, uh, the businesswoman that I am, I, I talk to G after quite often. Um, when it comes to, because because you could probably rationalise and think that sometimes maybe TNT might be reluctant to let us in the door. Um, <laughs> they, you know, the smart choice is to um, let us in because, well, when we're in there, that's when the green comes in. But I remember Jay one night sort of talking at an after show and talking about how he, he, he always wanted to be able to do an all-women's deathmatch tournament, but he mm. wasn't sure if it was possible. And he was like, oh, I'd love to do it, but I just don't know if the girls, like, if like if, if there's enough girls that be in here and stuff like that. So I remember saying, I'm, okay, well, let me let me go find out. Um, and spend 
the the past next couple of months. And this was before lockdown or anything. So this wow, was this idea like- obviously originally spoken like it was originally announced at the last DOA, which was at January twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So the before the world went on fire. But this had been discussed beforehand. So there'd been sort of this chat and basically I'd spend the next few months going into because I, I would go about to different shows up and down the country, I'd go to different locker rooms and basically go, right, who's up for a death match? <laughs> and we'd respond, we'd get sort of various different responses. Um, but was able to get enough of enough yes answers to make it possible. Um, obviously at the time, and obviously even back in January of 2020, um, there was the likes of Charlie Evans still uh, in the country, not mm-hmm. in Australia, and yeah. she will be, of course, fans and and as as a show, be missed from this death match tournament because oh, that bitch be crazy. Um, yeah, she we she recently it, got to a, a final of the death match tournament in Australia, which was just I think it was all men. Yeah, yeah, like, so. like that. She's, she is the violence artist, so mm. of course she is missed here. Um, and there was other girls that were meant to be in it, but obviously because of the world being on fire and people's scenarios changing, um, it kind of all got changed up, so it did become a bit more exciting and new names sort of came into the mix. And yeah, like when I first, when it first sort of got to put to me of, and I mean quite honestly, I would have gone in the ring with pretty much anybody, even yes. Casey. Like, yeah. I, the, the, the one thing that TNT has missed on is the fact that you missed on me and Casey actually wrestling one another. Um, Casey was actually in my first ever match. It was myself and a girl called Carmel Jacobs yes. against the Owens Twins. And she was my first singles match. We've wrestled in Germany together. We've re- and obviously with that, we've grown an incredible, Incredible bond, and well, the Sheebles have been bonded from mm-hmm. that bond. Yes. But believe me, we have knocked the living daylights out of each. I'm being, I'm being very polite when I'm saying <laughs> this. Usually, because I'm, I'm not sure what the audience is for this, so I don't want to. <laughs> like we have, we have, we have come to the agreement that if it does come down to it, that it is a all Sheebles final. Oh, that's <laughs> for both. Me and her, because she knows just how far I could throw her, because mm. I usually do, and I also know how much of an absolute batshit lunatic she is sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and the the things that come at her mouth, I'm just like, I don't, I don't think gravity will let us do that. Like, <laughs> I, I need to go talk to a physicist first. Give me a minute, right? Mm. Um. So yeah, like if it comes to an all Sheebles final, my my God, um, I think everybody should just leave for everybody's <laughs> safety. Um, but yeah, like going in, going in with Gia, like it's not the first time me and Gia have crossed each other's paths. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's quite a common thing to put us in together because it is essentially, as you said, two of the biggest and strongest women in the scene right now. Um battering lumps at each other and sometimes that's just what you want to see in wrestling you yes. just want to see two big people 
just making big noises as they hit one another. Yeah, it's definitely going to be, gonna be, be the, the hoss battle of this tournament, I think. It's going to be like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's even going to be louder because we're going to have candlesticks. And I'm not sure how, like, how. How acquainted Gia Adams is with a candlestick, mm. um, as I am, I, I, I have, I have taken my whipping or two in the past, so I know it sucks. So I'm going to be doing everything in my power not to let them bloody touch me. Yes. Um, oh yeah, she, she, the lassie might be getting a hiding. Um, but again, I, I'm fully aware of what she's capable of. Um. So yeah, it's gonna be the, the match is gonna be loud. I think that's a fair review and a wee spoiler. It's gonna be a loud one. If I can say anything about it. Were you relieved that like, you weren't in the Lego death match? Because over the years I've asked people if they prefer to be in Lego or drawing pins, and they always say I won't go anywhere near Lego. Well, the only thing I think that could sound worse than a Lego death match is a plug death match. Oh death match. yes. Like, oh. that sounds worse. That's the only thing I think. That or... Ran, um, ran, yeah. Random arms of toys on the floor. <laughs> Broken arms of toys. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, the only thing else, like, plugs or um, razor scooters. Remember when you were a kid and you'd swing a razor scooter and it would, like, hit you in the shins? Yes. Like, that feeling, I think, would be, like, scooters, like, those wee toy scooters in a death match. I think I'd not... not I'd, 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 I'd just go home. I'd be like, no, thank you. I'll catch it. I'll I'll go through light tubes. Mm-hmm. I'll 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 do the thing that I'll take. You know, I mean, I'll just accept that. Like I'm expecting that. But toys and nope, nope. nope. <laughs> There's a YouTuber I watch called mm. Houston Jones, um, and he's just he's he's this like he's in great shape, right? Yeah. But he's like. He's such a, he's a moron. Like, he's clearly from, like, the jackass. <laughs> the whole point is that he, bodybuilder versus, like, versus anything. Mm-hmm. So he did, and there was a video of him with the Razor scooter, and he was getting his friends to run the edge down his shin. Ooh. And it's the only video of his that I've just been like, I'm out, bye. No, like, I just had I to like leave. <laughs> like, the only one is, but he's had, like, Manicures done with like a paintball gun, and yeah. he's done uh. mad, mad, mad stuff. Just daft, mm. and he is very funny because he tries to play it off like he's super hard. Yeah, when he's but if you watch him, you'll realize what I'm saying. Like he plays it off like, and it's agony. Like he he did a video with Kane Shamrock, and he took a chair shot to the head, and it's the first thing in the video, and I was genuinely. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so he's well worth a watch. Like yes. he's just this mad American guy. If you just if you love the jackass sort of stuff, watch you to join. It's just mad. But I was watching it going, Oh god, I hope no I hope people are only watching this for the death match stuff. No. Um, <laughs> oh. I am. Because I'm like this. This is a great idea. You know, on YouTube. Um but yeah. But yeah, it's Oh. That's the only thing. Yeah. Plugs and razor scooters. I think is the only thing that could up a Lego. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it's the hardcore side of the sport. Something you wanted to get into a bit more because it seems to be getting a lot more popular around the women's side of the sport. Well, so I am. If, any, if, if anybody knows me, like, yeah. 
my favourite favourite wrestler is Edge. Like, yes. just absolutely adore the man. Like, and he's and he's so lovely. So it makes everything okay with my decisions in life. Like, if I'd met him and he was an absolute dick, it would have ruined all my life choices. Oh, yeah. Um, but obviously, there's like the. A WrestleMania match with him and Mick Foley and Mick again, an absolute angel of a human being. Yes. Um, but like, love that I had the picture of like the spear through the flaming table, um, like on my wall when I was a te- like when I was a teenager when I was at high school and stuff. And yeah, it was always something I've never been afraid to get involved with. You know what mm. I mean? It's just yeah. so far. It's like I've had. Hardcore elements, if that makes sense. Yes. But I've never like I've always just been like, is somebody going to give me toys? Can I play with somebody, please? And then everybody's like, no, Spartan, <laughs> you don't get toys. You're not trusted with the toys. And I'm like, but like, please. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really to be like, let's go. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for anybody, including myself. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, I've always, always wanted to be involved. And I, like, I would watch CZW when it comes to deathmatch tournaments and stuff. When, especially mm. when I was in college, and I remember yeah. just people like, I remember being in college and folk going, "What on earth are you watching?" <laughs> and me being like, "Watch!" And they're like, oh. And that's when, like, I remember, I find it weird watching like Nicky Gage, like during mm. AEW, because I remember when he got arrested. Yes, and I remember that the the the, abs, the infamous one when he got the light tube in the armpit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like obviously, like Dark Side of the Ring did the Nick Gage um, episode. What they don't show on that, and I don't know if you if you've never seen that match, like it's horrific what happens to Nick Gage. But what happens is it's clearly like Nick was made. I think Nick was clearly meant to win. Mm-hmm. And it obviously didn't happen because he got air, air lifted out, out of the ambulance. But what they do is everybody, instead of like, everybody tries to play it cool. Yes. And everybody in the back runs out to the ring. There's like a John Moxley with like a pair of wee black sh- sh- shorts on, <laughs> nothing else on, and like a pair of wee shoes on. Not prepared for this. He's clearly no. showered. He runs it, then Callahan runs it, everybody else runs it, and you're just what they're trying to just send the people home with a finish. Yes. And it's so, it's so <laughs> oh, funny watching yeah. that. Like it's horrific to see what so like I have watched all that sort of stuff and like watched it through college. Um and then yeah, so it's never been something that I've it's not new to me. I'm not no. new to the, the the concept of sort of deathmatch wrestling. Um, it's just the first time really anybody's letting me play with toys, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, because um, the deathmatch between Chris Jericho and Nick Gage last night has seen sort of split the AEW fan base. People are like, why is this trash on my? Because they just don't like deathmatch wrestling. They like they like how AEW has been so far. But yeah, yeah. having a good variety of stuff on TV is. Yeah, I, yeah think, I think that's AEW, is it's still, and it's like, even though it has been around, you know what I mean, it is an established product now. Yes. It's still in the infancy of its, you know what I mean, of its of its date. Yeah, it's only 18 it's months old, isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's an absolute barbie in comparison to 
nearly every other promotion in the world. Mm. And it's got such a pressure, they've, they've got such a pressure on them as well because of who they're trying to compete with. The, the, the fact that it's on like TNT, which of course famously held Nitro and things like that. So there is this added bonus, but they're tr- still trying to find their feet. So they're clearly experimenting. And Nick Gage is such a hot ticket. Mm-hmm. And the fact that when Dark Side of the Ring came out and he was so honest with himself that he still, like, he didn't lose popularity. No. Um, if anything, I think he probably gained some uh, fans. Um, so, yeah, it's this sort of, they're going to test the waters and they're going to see how it was. And obviously they wanted that kind of thing from the exploding barbed wire ring. Oh, I was so fiasco. disappointed in that match. <laughs> the end. <laughs> It's like oh god yeah oh poor Eddie man like he's oh he he put on an Oscar performance with that one um, oh the, the him and John yeah. the next the next the next show trying oh. to pull themselves well, out of this hole and he did they, they managed to they yeah. they managed to do the best they could thank Christ Moxley stood up and said something after it and stuff like that like. They did manage to salvage something that wasn't very good. And they knew what they were trying to achieve. It mm-hmm. just clearly didn't work. No, definitely. Um, but again, it's the infancy of this promotion, this very well-funded promotion. Um, and they will eventually find their feet and they will eventually find what, exactly what AEW is. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. WWE are fully aware of what they are. And when they have an idea of how they want to change the product, it is a progression rather than just a complete gear change. Yes, definitely. Um, We're still trying to find their feet. So, yeah, that stuff's going to split the fans because there's going to be the guys that, you know what I mean? There's going to be the guys that just love wrestling and want Mm -hmm. to see, like, a stunt show, essentially, just high-flying manoeuvres and things like that. And then there's going to be those that love, like, the Dark Order and, um, like, the story behind them and stuff like that and then having something like this is just so far right to what they normally watch that they're mm-hmm. like what on earth what why does Chris Jericho love bleeding all of a sudden yes um, <laughs> kind of thing like they're I think they're yeah it's just it's just going to be like that and in all honesty I think depending on how Nick Gage is presented as like a character mm-hmm. people are either going to start going Okay, I can get this. There's actually a story behind this. There's reasoning behind this, um, rather than it just being mindless violence. Um, so if they can, if they can, they can present it in the right way, I think it could be. I think people could start coming on side with it more. Yeah, definitely. as long as it's done in the right manner, and it is. Because you mind, at the end of the day, it is a TV show, and it is. The people want to follow it for stories and characters and as long as they help Nick be like the telly version of him because mm-hmm. he can't just be full on Nick Cage effing and blinding and all that sort of stuff even though like his fans and indies love that and that is him obviously he can't do that on telly no. so they just need to try and find the, the most AW appropriate Nick Cage they can but allow the violence, you know what I mean? Like the violence mm-hmm. isn't going to change, but um, how he presents himself verbally probably well a little bit at least. Yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting how they present him in the end. The way, the, the way TV seems yeah. to do it, they go down the make it comedy like they did with Jimmy Havoc 
it's one of those things. I think there needs to be somebody who, and the, the hope is, is obviously you've got guys like Moxley there mm-hmm. who has had experience with death matches, is happy to to to, to contribute and do that, but also has the background and training from WWE and yes. NXT and understands mm-hmm. how to tell a story with wrestling. It isn't just a bunch of moves and then some somebody eventually gets the three count. So I think hopefully with his mindset of he knows how to present a good, you know what I mean, solid wrestling match with hardcore element and has the background and experience with deathmatch wrestling, mm-hmm. hopefully he'll be able to basically help. And he knows Nick, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. remember watching like a very early, 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 it's like a two-hour interview with Moxley before he signed to WWE and him talking about when he found out about Nick getting arrested and going over to like a neighbour's house because he didn't know how to work a computer to watch the video of Nick going in and uh, uh, robbing this place and being like, that's Nick! Um, yeah, like he's he's got a, you know what I mean, he's got a past with him. So hopefully yes. he'll be able to, you know, help in that sense of going, right, I know this is what you do, but we need to add these elements in now. And it just it just means that hopefully everybody wins the heart. The people that love deathmatch wrestling get their bit of deathmatch wrestling, and the people that are just like, but I want some reason and story behind it can also get that too. Hello, my name's Simon Hill, and you're listening to Broken but Glorious Wrestling. This is one of the best podcasts around. Don't miss it. So ICW have been holding shows this year with no fans. How did you find that experience? Um, peculiar to yes. start with. Um, obviously, when you start training, um, you you first the first thing you're you're training towards is your first match, which is usually in front of fans. Um, and you're taught to do. You know, what I mean, you're 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 basically part of your training is to mm. eventually learn how to wrestle in front of people and keep everything together while there's people watching you. But then to completely reverse that and wrestle and still have the same passion and drive and determination as you have with fans and getting like it's an odd thing because part of where part of your drive and energy comes from is from the fans like mm, definitely when you there's nothing better than a, an audience that's absolutely buzzing to get you going kind of thing mm-hmm. um it was unusual to start with um so yeah it was it was it was unusual to start with, and it was it was quite fun watching because how they did it was they did it in in bubbles to initially. All right, okay. You would get a call time, you'd arrive, you'd be tested, you got all your temperature and all that jazz. Then you'd be allowed in the building, you'd be allowed in, and you'd basically you'd be allowed to. You, the only people you were really allowed to have contact with was the individuals you were wrestling and. Kind of the referee, but you yeah. still wouldn't like raise your hand. Um, they wore a mask the entire time, kind of thing. So there was never any physical contact with the refs. They were just, you know, obviously in your presence to know what sort of how things were going and mm-hmm. the rules, etc. So, um, yeah, it was interesting that way when you were just sort of this is the day you show up, this is the time you show up, this is when we're going to do this, this is when you've. To- the end, this is when the match is going to start. So everything was vigorous and like you were having conversations with people who were in the same building as you, but like mm-hmm. in ICW and like where we film it, 
over a corner and like underneath the wee studio to film your promos and stuff like that the screen and then above it there's a wee office and like in the office that's where everybody all the producers in Dallas and all that was up there so you were in like if you needed to speak to them then you had like a cameraman's headset well the cameraman was away for you yeah talking to them to them distant to like disinfect I disinfect the headset to give back to the cat to leave on the ring for the cameraman to come back over and put on and um, yeah so that was more jarring than I think the wrestling part mm-hmm. the wrestling part was the bit you were kind of like yes I get to do this again <laughs> um, I did find it funny watching people like on the first batch of tapings yes things like hitting the ring canvas to like gee a crowd up and nobody's there and like just things that they it's muscle memory from them yeah. like they, they, they hitting it. just do what you always do <laughs> so start like... hitting the mat and I was like nobody's there <laughs> 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 stop that so <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah watching that but I, I did like try to like constantly remind myself nobody's here nobody's here don't do things that you know like but it is just like I don't have anybody to interact with because part like part of the, the, the great fun of wrestling is interacting with the crowd and yes. get sort of thing and yeah it was it was unusual and and to have my first cage match with nobody there with either, nobody there wow. was like <laughs> what like okay and uh, we're doing this um so yeah having that was Odd to say the least, uh, but at the same time, incredibly grateful that that was an option. Like how we did it in Scotland was, um, it was different in England, obviously, because we're following sort of Nicola Sturgeon's rules and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and it all depended on when the levels would change. So there was times where we had planned dates, and then it would Glasgow would get put into level three rather than Hope being two, so mm-hmm. we get changed dates and. We were only filming when pro sports were filming, kind of thing. Yes. Um, because it was for WWE and everybody in there were professionals. That's how it was basically treated. Um, so when pro sports were allowed to film, that's when we were allowed to film. And we went through all the same stages as any football team would be doing to make sure um, that we were clear. And if anything, anything, like, remember there was one filming day and there was workmen next door to where we were, where we were filming and dust yes. from just the building site like it was they were putting up plaster and stuff had sort of drifted in oh lovely we were filming so all the girls we had this kind of the exact same cough after the filming but once we showered and all that it was the dust that all come off us but we'd obviously said to us like by the way We've all ended up with this cough. We think it's very dusty. You're going to need to like, like we're going to have to get big fans just to mm-hmm. sit in the room for a while to get it all out, kind of thing. Um, but even then, it was instantly like, "All go get yourselves tested." I know yes. that very, very, very low chance that it is that because you don't all sign like does COVID doesn't work that way. You don't no. all get the exact same thing and the exact same period of time with the exact same result with the exact same age. Like, you know what I mean? But even still, he was like. You are not getting in the building until you go get a, you know what I mean? You're not even getting an email to say possibly come until. Yes. So I had the following morning, all the lassies were away getting COVID tests to just confirm. And none of us had anything. And so far, 
we've not had any cases. Um, but again, it's just because of how rigorous the testing. So even when we arrive and we're getting all the test, the checks and stuff before we're allowed in the building, we're all now to do lateral flow tests before we even leave the house. We're not getting even in the building to do the checks until we present the results of the lateral flow test to say positive or negative. Um, so yeah, it's very rigorous, and uh, that is of course the way it has to be. Yes, definitely. Uh, even people like I'm, I'm double vaccinated. For a lot of people who are double vaccinated, even still, we haven't to supply the test results and get all the checks and stuff before we're allowed in. Um, but yeah, the hope is now we will eventually get back to wrestling with fans. Yeah. Um, but again, it's a question mark. We had to cancel. Or we should have been wrestling. So is tomorrow Last night. So is tomorrow night your first match before the fans then since No, my first no. match was the twenty sixth of June, the last TNT show. Um the twenty sixth of June? Yeah, twenty sixth of June was the last TNT yes. show. Um so that was my first one in front of fans in a very long time. Yes. Um but yeah, this is again with people, there's gonna be people. I'm gonna yeah. see like <laughs> other people's faces. Quite nice. Uh, yeah, I was, I was at the Ignition show on the 27th, and it was, it was it was great being back at live wrestling, but it was weird being having to wear your mask and stuff. Not to, but, but hopefully. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so during lockdown, were there any matches or storylines you were really looking forward to being involved in, which just couldn't happen in the end? Though? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult one to say. Obviously, there was the hopes of being able to work with the Medusa Complex, um, in 2020, and mm-hmm. um, then obviously Millie got signed, and well, Charlie's in Australia, yes. Um, so that kind of couldn't happen, but yeah, apart from that, there wasn't really anything planned. But again, it was just it felt like we were just at the start of the year, um, mm-hmm. and then yeah, things went awry, um. But hopefully, hopefully we can get some of the things that we were planning on doing uh, back back up and running. So as a performer, how do you feel the role of women have changed the better scene over like the last five or so years? Oh, it's 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 completely changed. Even in the last ten years, it's completely changed. Yeah, definitely. Um it's one of those weird things where, where people normally ask me about how I how I ended up becoming a wrestler or where like the, mm-hmm. the, the story sort of started. Um, like when I was in high school and when you're sort of thinking about what you want to do with your life and stuff like that, um, I kind of sort of decided I wanted to work sort of, I wanted to work in television and I wanted to work in wrestling. Um, so when looking for, when like looking at universities and stuff like that, um, I basically looked to see what WWE looked for in their sort of, staffing like what qualifications you wanted and stuff like that um because initially when i would watch wrestling i didn't feel like there was anybody that reflected who i was on the screen so i mean the closest person that i think at that point in time when i was sort of thinking about what i wanted to do would probably be beth phoenix so that's around like 2008 9 time might be yeah like that sort of time when you're sort of having that like what am i going to do leaving school, like, set that kind of chat, you know what I mean, with you. Mm-hmm. Like, what, when I go and what am I going to do? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say with Beth, but, like, I obviously watched previously, but she was just sort of that point 
in my life. And even still, she wasn't Scottish. She was this beautiful, blonde American. And although she was bigger than the other girls, she still wasn't me big, if you know what I mean. No, she and that's wasn't. not me going, oh, woe is me or anything like that. But at the same time, I'm 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 never gonna look like Kelly Kelly. That's just it's just it's not it's not how I'm built. It's not how my family are built. No. Um so there's still I didn't feel like I never felt like I should pursue becoming a wrestler because I thought the world that I love would reject me, that I wouldn't that it would end up just breaking my heart. So, but I wanted to work in wrestling. So, I decided, okay, well, if I if I can't do it in the ring, I'll figure out what I can do on the outside of the ropes. Um, so yeah, I ended up going to university, studied television, have a degree in television, and it pretty much was a wrestling degree. In the face, my dissertation was about um Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. Oh wow, that's amazing. Sort of the propaganda surrounding like the links between that and what was happening in the Gulf War and etc. And um, like everything was like I would do like costume development studies, mm. um, so sort of using comic book heroes and like sort of the uprise and the popularity of Marvel and wrestling and why they're so similar and what somebody's costume could tell you about them and things like that. So yes, definitely. Really, good. like properly studied this. Would sit in every Tuesday. I would hire out this room at uni, and I'd watch Raw and I'd take notes. And I remember people would cut like there was people that ended up catching wind of it. And was like every Tuesday there's a girl watches <laughs> Raw. But I'd, if anybody came in and asked why is this on, I'd be like I'm taking notes. Look, and they'd come, and my notebook would be full of like how. The, that camera work and like who is over and what's the change and I'd be able to like what's just happened then I'd read back my notes and go so and so so and so so and so and so and so would be like oh okay um kind of thing so like yeah ended up becoming this big thing and while I was at uni I ended up so weirdly a project I did with the Stand Comedy Club Mm -hmm. um which is this really renowned comedy club in Scotland I think there's one in Newcastle as well um, and I wanted to do a project on that because it was a thing I'd regularly go to while I was at sort of college and uni. Yes. And I ended up being introduced to this comedian called Billy Kirkwood, um, who was the comedian I would end up following. And it basically felt like I'd met yeah. a male version of myself. Um, he was in a comic books, he was in, he had like, it was bizarre. Like he ended up, he walked in and I had a Punisher hoodie on and he had a Punisher backpack. <laughs> Weird when we first met. Yeah. Um, becoming friends with him. He ended up getting the gig at first to just be the ring announcer for ICW because mm-hmm. another comedian could do it. Um, and he ended up just in a chat going, by the way, you need to come and see this. Um, it's basically Glaswegian ECW. <laughs> um, you'll love it. Come. And I was like, okay, cool. So he ended up getting a pal to come with me and instantly was just like, I need to work here. I need to do something. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do something. And then meeting Dallas and being like, right, so I'm at uni. I need work credits for my course. Um, I can get you a camera, a light, a microphone. And at this point, this is when I, like ICW was still like, they were still coming out of the community centre. They made it into like into sort of clubs in Glasgow, but it was yeah. still a lot smaller. I remember one of the first nights that I worked 
Um, I remember they sold out a place called the Classic Grand and everybody was buzzing. And it was like 350 people, like 400 at a push. Yes. Everybody was pure buzzing. And that's a great crowd. But yes. to go from that to like five, six years later and there's 6,000 6, people at the Hydra. Hydra, yeah, I remember. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's a comparison kind of thing. Um, and people being really buzzing about that. So when I've come along with, I can give you a free camera lights and a microphone Dallas was like yes <laughs> would you read me a day and I was like I'm just going to give you a bit of paper at the end of each year that says what I've done that year just sign it read it if you want and adjust sign it and then I'll hand it into the uni and it's all good <laughs> and he was like okay once uni finished I just didn't leave um, so yeah spent years filming backstage producing all the backstage stuff and things like that and Amazing. then weirdly I ended up so this this is um like this is mental. Honest to God, I think it could be the next like Hollywood rom com of how this works. Oh wow! So okay. obviously, um, working with ICW, I'd met Wolfgang, who is now my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time he was just he was just this really good wrestler who worked for ICW. I wouldn't even say we were particularly good friends. We were acquaintances. He was nice, you know. What I mean, he was never, mm-hmm. he was never out of order. He never, he was never any problems, you know. What I mean, if you asked him to do the promo, he did the promo and it was fine. And we got on, and he was grand. But then I remember just one night we were in Edinburgh and we were sort of hauling out the ring in this place called Studio Twenty Four, and it was. I just remember it was absolutely pushing it down the rain, like it was teaming it down. And I remember just standing there and thinking. I did. talk to like how, I did see you know what I mean like thinking like never really had a full conversation with this person um had chats but never had like proper but it was enough time so I ended up just going to him right so what's next for you in wrestling and he, he ended up sort of talking about how he really wanted to coach and he had this idea in his head of how to sort of how coaching wrestling should be and obviously mm-hmm. that was two really well sort of respected schools in Glasgow and they were run by people that he knew. Um, and he didn't want to upset one or the other, but at the same time, he didn't want to go to their schools because he had this idea in his head and he had an idea of who he wanted to sort of be on board with him as his coaches. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, I thought, right, if, if I learn to wrestle, then it's a different perspective for me. I can learn something new in wrestling that I could adapt to the production side of things. So at that point in time, just as being a, like a good friend, I said to him, right. And one of the things he was worried about was that nobody would show up because there was all these two other schools. I went, okay, I'll be student number one. I'm number one. Therefore, you've got over that hurdle. You can get one, you can get two. You can yes. get two, you can get four. So you're over that hurdle. I'm going to be number one and then we'll get the rest. And he was like, okay, okay. And then we ended up just chatting away. And then a year went past. And I got a message out of the blue, and it was from him going, were you serious about being student number one? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was. Like, yeah, I'd like to. And honestly, at that point in my head, I'm going to learn a new perspective of wrestling. Like, like it'll, it'll help with filming. I'll understand things better, etc. Yes. And I went, yeah. So a year later after that conversation, GPWA opened up, um, and it was Wolfgang, BT Gun, um. Jack Jester, Red Lightning, and the now past Lionheart. Wow. Um, yeah. 
and that was the start, and that was in November of 2015, um, the very end of it. And from there, sort of a year went past, and that sort of when, sort of at that point in time, the year had passed, and I re- we re- obviously realised, wait, we actually have honours in common. Mm-hmm. We absolutely adore wrestling. Um, we absolutely adore, like, I'm a bigger geek than he is. Like, com- like I'm the one that arrived with the giant comic book collection. I was like, I need a bookshelf. And he was like, <laughs> um, um, mad sort of, like, toy collectors. And that's so where, like, this mad, very well-suited couple, which was weird to think that we knew each other for, like, five years mm. before anything possibly in our head sort of thing. He often says that he thought I was too smart for him to start a conversation with because he'd sometimes walk in and I'd be discussing like politics with like Veronica the Strange or what new scientific discovery had happened at NASA because that sort of thing. So we she'd walk in and those conversations, he used to say he'd walk in and those conversations and you'd be like, I'm out of my depth. I'm going, I'm going to, I can't join in. Um, but obviously he's got this wealth and he's just, he's such a good coach and mm. Um, yeah, so like part of it, but it was that odd feeling of being there. So originally with with the GPWA, you come in on an induction course. Mm-hmm. It was like eight weeks, and then you sort of move on to the next class, next class, and then you end up joining the main class. But we were the guinea pigs, and it was that weird after like the second or third week, being in the middle of a ring, and then that feeling of being where you've always wanted to be. Oh wow! Yeah. Like always that, that, that knowing sort of feeling of like always wanted to be here I just never thought I'd be wanted here and at, at that point in time like Viper Piper Niven do drop however you want to know her by mm-hmm. like absolutely killing it in Japan and she was killing it with just the airs and graces of being herself yes and and I've said this to her and she just goes no pal and I go no seriously like it was such it was so inspirational to having someone who was not just not just like the, the size of Kelly Kelly or being this week. She was a bigger lassie who was completely confident and beautiful in her own skin, but she was mm-hmm. also Scottish. Yes. From the UK. She had a different voice and a different accent and a different upkeep, like upbringing and like than anybody else. And it was the same. Her and Kelly Ray were completely just killing it in japan and killing it all over the world and we're revered and because they were scottish was seen as a bonus you know what i mean was seen as being something different rather than being the same old same old and mm-hmm. yeah like the pair of them gave this drive sort of without even knowing what they were doing just going out and being the best they could was so inspirational to loads of people not just girls like but to me especially and yeah being in that ring and just knowing this is what I've always wanted to be why and like and it, it genuinely frustrates me sometimes I will go to bed sometimes and go why did I not something and although like I think about that and then I think no like I'm glad I was at the school I came from I'm glad I still train with that school and I'm very proud of the school that I'm from because they took a risk and it's really paid off and like mm-hmm. I think in 2019 it was voted one of Top schools, top ten schools in the world, kind of thing. Because oh wow, yeah. Um, because if you come from essentially like the 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 mindset is if you come from GBWA, like you're going to be good. Do you know what I mean? Like you may not, of of course, you're not going to be Kenny Omega from the get go, 
but you're at least going to be, you know, what I mean, a, a certain caliber that you know you're going to get a decent match out of everybody. Yeah, it's going to be at least at least technically sound. So yeah, yeah. like and if you look at it, like there's me. I've come from GPWA. You've got Leighton Buzzard, who's GPWA. Yes. Kez Evans, like there's 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 honestly a list along my arm. Who I'm very proud of the fact that anybody turns around to me and says, "Hey, I need a guy that's like this." I can go, "Got you one." I need a girl that's like, "Got you one." You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm able to just instantly say it and completely confident and say that because when you recommend an an individual. It also reflects on you. So you Absolutely. can't, like, yeah. you don't just recommend, like, you can recommend your pal. Like, I'd recommend Casey to anybody. She's a lunatic, but yes. she's, she's <laughs> very, very good at her craft. Um, but is that way, like, I can happily recommend her. Like, even Angel Hayes, like, she's got talent just dripping at her pores. And sometimes her worst enemy is herself. I can't believe she's um, only 20. I was watching some of her matches this week, and I was like, what? She's just turned 20 as well. She's got such a long career ahead of her. Don't tell her I said nice things. <laughs> but she does. Um, but like I can confidently, there's people that I would just, without even a second, be like this person. And I know it reflects on me as well, but I have absolutely no worries of the calibre that's going to come out. And there's, there's loads of talent coming out of the school mm. that I just instantly can just this guy and there's people that I'll go to promotions I'll be there and then I'll go they're missing up they're missing a late buzzer they're missing a Ken Evans you know what I mean and I'll just go have you heard of this 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 person because I know this person could really bring something different or new or interesting to your promotion I think they would work really well with that guy or I can and there's also these people like that I could happily say like they will bring something to help people as well and bring mm-hmm. other people up because that's how we're, you know what I mean? We're taught to just help everybody out and try and be like, be each other's bump dummies and be, um, you know what I mean? Just be yes. respectful and remember when you're on your way up, there's going to be a point when you're on your way down and the people that were below you will be going past you at some point. So, you know what I mean? Just don't be a dick. Don't be a that's dick. kind of my rule in life. Yes. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Yeah, it's philosophy I live by. Sometimes being a dick is required, but normally you're going against other dicks, so it's okay. Like <laughs> if, it's, if it's a dick off, oh god, no, I'm not retracting. What I'm about to say this is going to sound terrible. In <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll end up in some some place. Yeah. Um, yeah, just don't be a dick. It's easy. It's no hard. No being a dick. Mm-hmm. Isn't he hard? Being a dick takes effort sometimes, and just it does. Nah. Nah. <laughs> From a fan's perspective, when I went to when I started going to shows, quite regularly starting early fifteen, and if there was mm-hmm. a women's match on the show, it was it probably was about four or five shows before I saw in wrestle. It would usually be mm-hmm. a token. It seemed like it was a token match. It was like we have to be the a multi-woman match just before the interval and it wouldn't be very long and it would always be a championship match. There'd be no story going into it. But as the years have gone past, it's usually, mm-hmm. it's usually at least two women singles matches. One's yeah. a storyline yeah, match and one's a tag team and one's a title match and one's a storyline match. I know match it's not a regular occurrence. Like mm. Before the Shivos came into TNT, yes. it was common that there was one women's match. And it wasn't that, it wasn't like a, like I, I genuinely think at that point they weren't really 
they, they obviously had a women's champion. And when you've got somebody like Lana Austin, yes. you can just bring everybody in the door and just put them against Lana because she's that good. She's that adaptable um, a performer. But it's that way where, yeah, there was a point, and I'll be honest with TNT, one of the best things about them is that they mm. do listen to talent. And I'm going to be honest, I, I brass necked with TNT. Like, yes. I remember I had this idea and I, what, what I wanted to do and how I wanted it to go and things like that. And I just, I ended up messaging Jay. And I'd, I'd met Jay the, like the month before. I'd come down with, like, Casey, BB Gun, mm-hmm. uh, Stevie Boy and Wolfgang to a show um, and met Jay and said hello. But then, like, wasn't like, it was just tired doing them. I'm Barry's soon to be wife, but now wife, but mm-hmm. I. And then the month after, just brushed and went, I've got this idea. If, like, I just want you to listen. If you don't interest, that's fine. But if you do, smash it. And um, he went, No, I'm interested. And I genuinely said to him, Look, just give us a, give me a, give me a try. And if you hate it, you never have to see me again. You never have to talk <laughs> yeah. to again. And I'll be fine with that if you hate it. I went, But I, I promise you, you're not going to hate it. And well, Three coming up, maybe three years, three years later. Mm-hmm. Plus, he still doesn't hate it, so it's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's 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 completely changed, and yeah, you're completely right. There was it just seemed to be, and I remember, I remember being on a, I remember. So I wasn't on the show, yeah. but I was, I was part of, and it was. Like it was an ICW show, but it, I'm not going to name who was ring announcing. But it wasn't a regular ring announcer. It wasn't Simon Cassidy because he would never, and a million, I can never imagine him doing this unless it was to wind me up <laughs> deliberately to get knowing that he's getting a punch. Mm-hmm. But I remember, I remember just being backstage with the camera and then just hearing, and I'm not going to name the person's name because I don't want to record it. But him just going and next. Here come the ladies! And I was just, <laughs> what was that? Like, Jay, and then we'll have the girls, and again, I'm not going to say who part of that match, and I'm just going to leave it. But I just remember that being, and, I, and it was just, this person got put in, and he was from down south, and we mm-hmm. thought, right, okay, he'd been around old school, kind of, mate, and like, I, okay, we can, he can ring announce, that's fine, he did a job, but not this. And he was well, like one of the other talents, so it was it was one of the important kind of things. So I'm like, hey, would you? And I, yeah, oh, you're a lucky guys up next. Here come the ladies. Here come the ladies. And I was just, what? And I was sitting there with like, and I, and I remember storming to Gorilla in Dallas and looking at me going, I didn't tell them to say that. I didn't, I didn't like, and I'm just being like, because I just, boom, boom, and they hear we come in and they're like, oh no. Wow. And I'm just like, what the f-? And then we're like, no, no, no. Like, we'll talk to him. But he just didn't have his own back. And that's just being like, when when I see W, it's just like, that's too far. <laughs> that's when you know it's you've gone too far. Wow. Like, no, no, no. Like just, a, I, I just, a 70s like, thing to do or like an early 80s? Oh, it was so, like, what all the sport days, like, Lads, you're lucky, like, here comes the ladies. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to struggle this guy. Um, and having to go, like, right, you can't say that anymore. Like, it's not appropriate. No. Um, but, yes, completely, it's just, uh, it's completely changed. And it's just, for, and it's, 
genuinely I see it for the better. Like Definitely. I would happily say that I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist because I genuinely believe in equality. I think if I'm doing the same thing you're doing, we should be getting paid the same amount of money. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you should be getting paid less. I'm saying we should get paid the same. That's, yes. that's how it should work. And if I'm bringing it, you know what I mean? If I'm getting the same amount of reaction as you are, then we, you know what I mean? So it's that kind of thing. And it's the same in wrestling. Like every girl, I think the majority of nearly every girl in profession, professional wrestling across the board, I think maybe the only place that's maybe different is Japan. But again, I'm not 100% on that. Is you end up training with guys. All yeah. your training matches, normally the majority of them are with guys. You might get, like, there was a long time I was the only girl in GPWA. And then other girls turned up, and when they'd show up, I'd be like, oh, friends! <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave me! Um, but it was just, that's what happened. So the majority of the stuff that I've ever hit in a ring, I've hit on guys, and I've hit them just the same. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, And they hit me just the same, like, I think nearly every single GPW boy at some point hit me with something, and I've just, you know what I mean? So, yes. It's just, Christ, I'm married to Wolfgang. He's, he's the many times that boy has had a piece and jam when I've just been sitting on the sofa. <laughs> ridiculous. I can take anything. Like, mm-hmm. so it's, it's that way where if we're, if we're expected to train and produce the same caliber of match in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then why on earth are we not being treated the same? And I, I think TNT is a perfect example where it wasn't like it was forced. It was just it felt right to go. We've got all we've got the championship match with the champion, which of course the champion always deserves to be on the card. Mm-hmm. But there is an interest in what the shields are getting up to. Yes, who they getting up to with kind of thing, and it's not. Nobody, there's not that like, oh, like it is, like, you know what I mean? There is that audience that wants to see what we're getting up to and whose day we're ruining and what's, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it does become, it becomes a more interesting thing that we're all getting treated as performers. We're all getting treated as wrestlers. We're not just, although we are doing the all women's deathmatch tournament and we do have an all women's match uh, show coming up, that's because. There has been all men's match shows, so they're like, right, well, it's only fair to give it to the girls too. Yes, uh, but it's just there is that, and it is it, it is exciting and it is fun, and it's very interesting because I think, and I might be wrong if anybody listens to this, and I'm wrong, but I think this might be the first all women's card in the last like couple of years. You know what I mean? Since you know what I mean? It's been Ooh. a while. You know what I mean? And I, if anything, I, it, I, apart from apart from like exclusive women's promotions, I can't think of many recently. Like in twenty twenty one in the UK, at least, mm-hmm. I think it must be the first all women's card. I might be wrong, and if I'm wrong, I apologise. I've lost my hands up. Sorry, internet. Please don't crucify me. Um, please just enlighten me to where the other show is because I'd quite like to watch it. Um, but I think it's the first. All women's card of twenty twenty one in the UK, definitely, um, for sure. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one. Yes, it's gonna be an interesting weekend. It's gonna be an excellent. Be a weekend. 
Yeah, especially if, uh, especially if you if you get to the next round, and it's a chairs and barbed wire match. I was like, what? Oh, Jesus Christ! And then it's I've, a, got, I've, got, I've got barbed wire scars on me, and I've never had barbed wire in my match. Yeah. I've had to deal with the ICW, and I'm just like, oh my god, no. Um, yeah, where if Casey get, Casey gets through, it's a tables and light shoes match. So well, swings around the place. Yeah, I'm just worried about who. Like it, I'm genuinely weirdly concerned about the people that Casey are in with, and I know yes. there's a chance I might be one of them. Mm. If I'm one of them, I've at least been around her long enough to kind of, and I, I understand the glint in her eye, yes. kind of thing. That when that comes up, like, oh, no. um, but other people don't, no. can't read it as well as I can. Um, I mean, long purpose all if it's an all she wills final. And I genuinely think people should just leave at that point because it's going to be safer for everybody. But if you want, if you if you want, if you're a little bit of danger, stay, stay, see what happens. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be fun. <laughs> oh, the bath on Monday, the bath on Monday morning is going to be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how 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 would you rest that? Would you is is it better to have a hot bath or an ice bath to rest? Wounds like that. We're gonna find out, Chris. Yes, find out. <laughs> so, so I'm guessing, given I know you've had so much of an ICW, but it's probably given you time to rest your body and evaluate what's probably gone right or what's gone wrong over the last couple of years. Are you gonna make any character tweaks or changes to your movesets now that Brit Rest is back full time? Um, I think if 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 you don't if you're not always developing as a mm. character, then you should just stop. Um, and I think that's across the board to anybody from people vets to, you know, I mean, you, yes. you get coming in. So, of course, there's going to be developments, but that's, you just got to come to the shows and see what those are. That's, tell us about your character development. So, what was version one, Molly Sparse, and, and how has it developed over the last five or so years? As if, like, Molly Spartan has, has always been really the way she is yes um the massive chip on her shoulder from being seen and treated differently um for just being herself all her days kind of thing and it's just leaning into that like that sort of character and just i think in all honesty the development of her character is that she's just got more confident in mm-hmm. her abilities and Definitely. what she's capable of um she's always been a scrapper always and so that like that's just that's the best the best sort of character portrayals are those that are real but turned up to 11 Mm. the 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 nicest side of you or the worst side of you yes um and i'm not gonna say which side molly Molly sits on because that's just good but yeah like it's it is me but it is it's just building confidence um she's always She's always been a gobshite. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's never changed. Um, but yeah, it's just that confidence in her abilities and having a much more focused path and sort of eye set on what she wants and how she wants things to be. Because mm. it's not just, and it never is. It's not just about you. Um, 
although you you got to look after yourself in in wrestling, it's not just about you, and it is about bringing everybody else around you up. Because if you if you just if you just go by yourself, then it gets lonely and boring. Yes. But if you can bring others around you up with you, then it becomes more interesting. You learn more. You, you, you it gets more creative. It gets more. You know what I mean? Because everybody starts developing with each other. Yes. And how how, how you can sort of go about things. Um, but yeah, like Molly Spartan is me, and it is a very much a part of me, and who I possibly can be, and how I possibly. Sometimes carry myself, and sometimes she's very useful in awkward situations. Yeah. Outside of the room too. I will say that there's a certain air about her that I don't carry with me all the time because it would just be far too stressful. <laughs> uh, but sometimes that confidence that she carries, how she carries herself, mm. is definitely useful um, on like lonely walks home at night sometimes or when I'm walking the dog, that air of just like, do not fuck with me. Cool. Definitely. cool. Yes. Yeah. saying a lot. <laughs> um, so yeah, like that's that's a definite and again it's just constantly learning. I'm constantly striving to just be like I always wanted to be that when I have kids and when even my brother's kids grow up and stuff like that. I'm able to, especially if they have little girls, mm-hmm. to go, this is what your auntie did, or this is what mum did, and this is what you can do. If you want to do this, you can do it. If you have any mad mental dream of yours, mm. or anything that seems, you know what I mean? Yes. Believable, it's not. Um, and as long as you try, and if that's really what you want to do, that I'll support you in doing it, because... Trying to explain to my parents that their daughter, who has a, has the only university degree from my dad's <laughs> yes. family, and I think I'm the third person on my mum's side of the family ever to have a degree. I'm the only one in my generation to have a degree on that side of the family. Um, to then go, yes, yeah, so I'm going to be a professional wrestler. And <laughs> I'm yeah. going to be a world wrestler. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm just going to go, you've got a degree and I was like yes yeah! <laughs> I can do this yes um, and so far I think because I have been able to sort of go I've done this I've done that I've gone here I've gone there they're like okay and now uh, obviously I've met my husband and I've met him through wrestling and we have this complete unit because we completely understand what each other is going through or mm-hmm. we're achieving or what yes. we have to sacrifice things like that um, in order to, to to even possibly get a sniff at, at you know I mean at, at your dream kind of thing um, so far they're okay but yeah. so far and there was a point in time where I think they were a bit like what and I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm moving to Glasgow to become a professional wrestler Good time, love you, bye. <laughs> um, there was a point in time where that was an awkward conversation, but now it's cool. Yes. Now they're happy with it. But it's because I think that might have also driven me as well and the idea of like, I need to make this You work. have to make this work. Yeah. <laughs> because if I do, I'm going to get that sort of look across the Christmas dinner table going, so how's it going? And I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I was always able to support myself. I had like when I first started, obviously I had like bar jobs and stuff like that. Um, but then being able to sort of actually build something, they're kind of like, okay, you've at least achieved this. Then mm-hmm. that's fine. So look, looking forward, do you have like a, a list of opponents you want to face in the next, let's say, year or so? Or? Genuinely, I like I wrestle anybody and everybody. I, I like there's everybody has this list. Yes, I could. If I start listing off people, I'll be here all night. Because yes. I genuinely want to wrestle everybody. Like I want to wrestle every single lassie in that TNT um, roster. Like, and there's even girls that I, in my head I'm just like, why are we bringing so and so in, Clint, so I can fight her, please. Yes. Um, <laughs> and there's always like, I'd love to have like a proper like one on one with Rio. Um, oh, that like, yeah, that'd be great. Alexis Falcon as well. She's a gobshite and all. But I feel like. There are gobshites in a pair. So is Lizzie Evil. <laughs> oh my God. The biggest scouts gobshite them all. Lizzie Evil. But um, yeah, like, when I re- like literally everybody and anybody. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm always just, and I'm always interested. Like, I love, there's people that I love wrestling. And of course, I want to wrestle them again because I want to see how we can change things and like what, the, what new things have got up their sleeve. Um, but yeah, I always get excited when sort of wrestling someone. You're always nervous too, but I think that's only right. Like when the nerves aren't there, then again, I just feel like you're not caring enough. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just want to wrestle everybody. Like, but there's also like there's bizarre ones. Obviously, there's there's loads of lassies in NXT UK. I'd love to wrestle too. Um, of course. You've got Dewdrop uh, whenever I could. Kaylee Ray, of course, again. Yes. Um, but yeah, there's even like, like I'd love to get in the ring with like Zaya Brookside as well. Because she's so technical, but tiny. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I think I could, I think I could frisbee her. Like I think I could get, <laughs> or boomerang her. I think I could boomerang her and she'd come back to me. Um, but she's such a great technical worker. Mm. Um, I think it could be a lot of fun. Yes, um, <laughs> she has love. Just, I think I could. I think if I threw her up, I could spin her and at least make a three sixty or <laughs> get her back. I think she's so totally. But there's mm. loads. Isla Dawn, like, like honest to God, I could be here all day just naming people who mm. are incredible and like everybody that I've been in the ring with before. Your Lana Austin, your G Adams, your yeah, like again. I could be here all day. But I'm not wrestling Angel Hayes anymore. She's she's become a pain in my house. I'm not doing it anywhere. <laughs> Done. Uh, but yeah, no, just everybody and anybody. And that's that's the exciting part of it is seeing how new people and new people from around the world as well do things. Because I've had some interesting experiences with people from around the world. Yes. Um, people that learn Lucha Libre do everything the opposite side to everybody mm-hmm. that British die. So I've had I've had some <laughs> interesting learning experiences to say to put in a nice way, but yeah, just um, genuinely the list is humongous. Um that I could just be here all day. But I'll happily if you if you want a fight, come and find me. <laughs> just find somebody to pay us, because I'm not doing it for free. Because that's, that's, I'm just, I'm not doing it for nothing. Come on. Like, I'm a businesswoman too. But, aye, I'll fight you. Nebora. 
you think the fact that um, like Kaylee Ray and we got Drew McIntyre and you've got now you've got Nikki Ash or Nikki Ash as like holding like the biggest championships in WWE is going to inspire a new generation of Scotland to at least try. Oh, tr- try so there was there was a genuine point. So after Drew took the title off Brock, mm. there was a genuine point in time where there was five Scottish champions. You had the Gallus Boys, which is Wolfgang, mm-hmm. Mark Coffey. You had Kaylee Ray as the NXT UK Women's Champion. You had Nikki Cross, who was a tag champion at that point. Yes. Or with Nikki Cross at that point. And Drew with a WWE Championship. Now, Scotland has a population of about five, five and million. a bit yes. million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were literally one in a million, like, as people. Yes. They had championships. So the fact that it is now... Like it is, it's completely, and it, there's going to be wee lassies, like there's going to be little girls, and there's going to be girls who are in the same position as I was as well. When, like, when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, that I'm going to see the likes of even Piper Niven, Viper, Dewdrop, however you was here, but seeing her being again her, completely herself and being Scottish, and, and even girls from the UK being from the UK, not being from America, is like yes. the main. The main aspect of it so European everything we'll be able to see that and go it is achievable just if you put in the work and you try your damnedest it is achievable and you are going to have to give up some things there are going to be sacrifices on the way and that's that's just inevitable with any dream but it is possible it's not the golden goose anymore um, because when when as I say when I when I was trying to think about it like after like, I genuinely felt a long time that I just, I would never be wanted. I'd be just chasing this thing and it wouldn't be possible. And now it 100% is possible. Mm-hmm. And as long as I just, and I genuinely, I've just got it in my head. As long as I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I'm just giving it my all, then if I get seen at some point, that's wonderful. But if I don't, I've at least tried my best and it's not, you know what I mean? I've at least given it my all that I can, you know what I mean, say mm-hmm. future generations, this is where I got to. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mad Dog, Mike Angus from TNT Extreme Wrestling. Make sure to listen out for Broken But Glorious podcast with me, the Mad Dog, Mike Angus. Rock on! So if you're a promoter for a day, promoting an event, so using wrestlers you've ever worked or trained with, wrestlers are associated to you in some way, if I give you a match type, will you tell me who you put in that match? Okay. Okay, and as it's your card, the whole card can be all women, it can be all intergender, it can be triple threats, multi-person matches, whatever you want to do, it's your card. <laughs> okay. Okay, so who would you put in your opening contest to get the crowd excited? Uh, I'd probably put uh, Levi Justice, Ooh. who's a, yeah. a young up-and-comer in Glasgow. Um it's just he's such a good just yeah and plus yeah. his mum will come and <laughs> I've never seen anybody I've never seen a mum who's so supportive of somebody like so mm. supportive of her son like she's wow. great like yeah. I love her like he's the best like she this is how supportive so I was in I went to New York uh, I went to Brooklyn when Drew won the NXT title yes uh, for takeover I was there with Wolfie and his family and I was coming out of the Barclays Centre and we're walking through the arena and I just hear somebody going, Spartan! And I'm like, <laughs> you know when you're just like, 
no, I never heard that. And I kept walking. And then I just said, yes, Spartan, I'm shouting at you. And I was like, right, <laughs> that is definitely me. And there's me, Levi, just waving. And I'm like, why are you here? Like, how have you? And his mum had scraped up money together and got cheap flights wow. to New York and became a sea through in the title because she wanted him to be there to watch the first Scottish like champion win a big title and see that it was completely like it was something that was achievable. Yes. Um wow. that was her and she's so behind them. It's so it's it's a it's it's so adorable. There's gonna be a point where he's just like can please shut up mum. But we he's <laughs> more like so she'd be there so she'd get the crowd going. Oh basically <laughs> um with I'd put him in with um, Damien Lee, probably. Ooh, yeah. I think it'd be a good matchup. I think he'd be able to uh, be a bigger sort of guy, but mm. he'd be quite technical. Yes. Um, plus, his character work is incredible. He just gets a, a crowd instantly. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, he's such an incredibly, incredible bad guy. And I, uh, so probably my opening contest, I have Levi Justice versus Damien Lee because, yeah, it'd be great. Plus, um, Levi Justice's entrance music is uh, Don't Forget About Me, the Breakfast yes. Club tune. Yes. And it's such a good thing along, and everybody's just like, yay! But, yeah, it's, a, it's a good start. It's a good start. Oh, amazing. <laughs> what about a comedy match? Uh, what? A comedy match. A comedy match? Yes. They said a Carl Woody match. Like, Who is Carl Woody? <laughs> You need to put in session with Martina. Yes. One hundred percent. Versus uh, although like I've not had any association with them on shows or anything like that, but this is what I want to see in an ROH. If you're listening, please let this happen. I want Martina versus Dan Housen. Wow. <laughs> it'd be so weird, but it'd be great. <laughs> That's my comedy match. Right oh, I'm imagining that. It'd be mad. It'd be mental, <laughs> but it'd be so good. Oh, it doesn't even have to be a match. You can just be them sit next to each other and uh, being they drunk and swearing. And have a conversation. <laughs> yes. And then everybody's been entertained. And they've got their own thing. They have to take one bump, no hits, nothing. Oh, I want to watch it. <laughs> Both side, oh, I'll be both signed for ROH. Mess has some off. She's still signed for ROH. I don't know she was. I'm sure she's still ROH. Yeah, she just yeah. can't, 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 can't get out there. Yeah. Can't get out there. So, yeah, I'm sure both amazing. of them are still signed. Yes. That's not. Be signed them both and then do that match. <laughs> just for that match. Amazing. All right. So, um, your women title match. Mm. Who's the champ? I'm not like. Well, that's up to, is that up to me? Or yes. am I get, if I to take somebody who is a champ? It's, it's your card, so, so you can make whoever you want the champion. Okay. Um, I would probably do... See, this one's more pressure, because then it's like, <laughs> who do you want to see? <laughs> um, I'd have Kaylee Ray versus yes. Angel Hayes. Ooh, yes. Because I think it's, it's the person... So, Angel Hayes, honest to God, her like, you, like when you hear her talk about it, like it's weird. She knows <laughs> Kaylee, 
Like, yes. She's been coached by <laughs> Kaylee and she still goes, oh my God, Kaylee. <laughs> and she, even though like she spent like proper amount of time with this woman, I still like before Angel started training to be a wrestler, her favorite wrestler was Kaylee. Yes. So I want to give her that. Oh, because also I think it'd be great. That'd be a great because match. it's that like it's that like it's the it's the you know what I mean it's that yes. the proper story behind that and yeah like that that's that's what my my women's match would be. The but again I could end up just booking the I could I could happily just book this whole match show. But again I'd feel guilty if I did an all women's like a full all women's <laughs> yeah. because. And I'd be lying in my bed at night and I'd just go, oh, I forgot so and so. I kind of do that to myself. I need to sleep. I need to go to bed at some point. It's such an it's a, such an easy story as well. The evil teacher versus students. I, I, I could, yeah, I, I can see that being a great. What are you trying amazing. to say about Kaylee? Oh, I don't want to say evil. The hit, the hit. Kaylee Ray. <laughs> She's evil on TV. <laughs> She's she's a great heel. She's one of my favourites. <laughs> uh, um, a mid card title match then. So, so like your workhorse title match. Uh, Lane Buzzard versus Kez Evans. Oh. I think that's going to be a, a. I think that's going to be a main event match at some point. Yes. The pair of them. Um. Just that's that's just that's going to be the main event of some place at some point in some time, and whoever picks it first will be the clever one. Yes, I can't. I can't wait for it. this Sunday. It's um, man like Devise versus Lane Buzzard. That's going to be amazing. Um, yeah, that's going to be incredible. Um, but Jay, I just think they're so contrast. Like Kez Evans and Lane Buzzard are so contrasting, but also so similar mm. in the way they are. Um, that I think it would just. I think it would just. I think it'd be. I think it'd be very hard hitting. Yes, definitely. With a lot of impressive, like. Oh, moments in it. <laughs> and I can't, I love, you live for them. Yes. That's what you live for. It'd be amazing. <laughs> um, our hardcore mm. extreme rules stipulation type match. Charlie Evans. Yes. Versus Casey Owens. Ooh. They're both, both <laughs> absolute batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Casey Owens versus Charlie Evans in a death match. Hardcore death match thing. And I just be going... <laughs> I'm I'm, 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 I'm the promoter. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that'll be fun. That's pretty really much. <laughs> so it'll be a kendo stick Lego dot barbed wire bomb match. Whatever it was. That. <laughs> it'd be, uh, a, it'd be a, a big it'd be a big B and Q match. That's what it'd be. <gasps> a cinematic B and Q match. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Go around B and Q at night. That'd be fun. <laughs> Um, your tag team title match I would do hmm. oh who would I like I'm literally I'm I'm flooded with yes thoughts. Kings of the North versus Gallus wow that'll be hard <laughs> can I make that can I make it a three way it's your yeah you can make it as many people as you want so it is Kings of the North versus Gallus Versus the young guns. Oh, I like that. I just think I like they're all they're like all different versions of each other. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yes. And poor Ethan. 
but he he would like he is the right thing. So the first time I met Ethan, I genuinely looked him and went, "Is Kyle really your dad?" Like, <laughs> I think Kyle really is your dad, and you don't know that, mate. I, I genuinely think that. And I, the more I watch him, I'm like, "Kyle really is his dad." Because just something about him and the way he works and everything. And and, and I'll always say, and I always say this: in the undisputed era, Kyle really is my favourite. Just yes. the way he sends people for rope to rope, it, uh, it's little things about him that I adore. Um, but yeah, that would be my 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 match. Okay. And Gallus are obviously the the import. Yeah. So they're the, they're the, they're they're doing they're doing photos at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then it's your main events. Your main sp- event. sports and championship, or whatever we're going to be calling it. So. Oh, main event. See the thing is, I think the tag match would be the main event. All right. Oh. That that three that three one would be a main event. Yes. But because that just that just be it'd be it'd be mental. The more I actually think about if that match actually was to be a thing, the things that would happen, they'd all lose their minds, man. Um. That'd be amazing. So if I was to add another match, it'd probably be Stevie Boy. Yes. Definitely, because he's just. He's he's so fun. So good, like he's. I don't know how you. I don't know how you completely destroy your knee, get mm-hmm. surgery, come back a year later, and somehow, somehow be astronomically better than what you <laughs> yeah, had before. Definitely, <laughs> it, it blows my mind. And just how adaptable he is. I've watched him train, mm. right? And he can do like all the old school British stuff as well as he's so good, man. It, Baffles me how he's not signed to some place. Yes, and I definitely. mean genuinely, but because he's so great to work with, he's great on the microphone. He can cut a great promo. He's really easy to understand. Like he's very quite eloquent. Like mm. he can be incredibly Scottish if he's in a rant, but like he's very eloquent with 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 his manner, and he's so just. He's just. He's very good. It annoys <laughs> me that he's not on a higher level. Yes. Um, <laughs> I want to throw BT Gun in some place. Yes, oh. like BT Gun some place. But Stevie and BT have wrestled so many times. It's oh right. So the tag match not is a four way. <laughs> I keep on adding. That's how I can make it work. So yes. the tag match is the Kings of the North versus Gallus versus Youngers versus Just Us, which is yes. the team of Stevie Boy and BT Gun. Yeah, right? that mm-hmm. match is going to be chaos. Sack it. That match is a ladders match. Um, yes. Let's just let's go just boss the wall. That's a ladders match. Yes. Um, I need another match in between, which is going to be. Ooh, I kind of want like a like an up and comers kind of thing, like a new. Mm. Mm, like a young, a young guns scramble or something. It's old work. I think. They're they're in the tag match. They're they're cutting their teeth in the tag match. Mm. I'm gonna do. Oh. Hmm. There's so many. There's so much talent, man. It's annoying. It's amazing. Right? <laughs> rubbish. Can we get some rubbish people? And um, who the one? Yeah, so much talent at the moment, and the, and everyone's got into incredible shape over lockdown. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> I want. I want. Oh. This one's really gonna go left wing, right? This is yes. bizarre. I want Lizzie Evo. Yeah. Versus Alexis Falcon. Okay. Versus Zach Gibson on a scouse off. <laughs> Who is the number one scouse off? 
Here we go. And then because they're the most heavily like speaking scousers in wrestling. Mm. I want to scouse off. Scouse off. Who is the number one scouser? It's <laughs> Falcon, Lizzie, and Zach Gibson. And Zach's going to be like, what am I doing like, in this match? But yeah, that's. Happy fuck. Just want there to be a lot of. in a match. Like that. That's it. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that's a great card. <laughs> oh. Stack that man. Like, got a nice opener. Uh, like, mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, the opener's nice. That's mental. That kind's just too mental. That comedy match, I think, I think, yeah. Sasha Moth versus Dan Howes in, in a... <laughs> <laughs> you can bring in so many elements. You can bring in, like, Cole Cabana, Dark Order Cole Cabana. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can come in and be split between the two of them. And then you get Gene Money in too as well. <laughs> and folk are just going, what is happening? Like, get them on, it'll be fun. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, apart from TNT, where else can people see you in the near future? Oh. Well, you can see me on the WWE Network. Yes. Uh, on, obviously, ICW Fight Club um, most weeks. Um at the moment, it's really a lot of it is just TNT. I do have mm-hmm. um, Wrestle Carnival in October, um, and I'm also going to be part of the Inside the Ropes crew for the tour with the big show. Oh wow! In October, yeah. um, which is October seventeenth, and London eighteenth, and Manchester nineteenth in Glasgow of October, and then Wrestle Carnival on I'm on the twenty fourth of October. Um, and then it's just a lot of TNT. But mm-hmm. again, it's just, I've got a lot of, you're going to see a lot of me yes. at some point because um, there's a lot of discussion about going to different places, but obviously we've got to wait till, you know, all the fires are out mm-hmm. before I can go anywhere uh, and before I can go to a lot of places. But yeah, we're getting, the light is at the end of the tunnel and it's getting closer. So hopefully, I'm going to end up being an absolute pain in the arse. And <laughs> but I'll, 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 I'll try and keep it fresh and interesting. <laughs> uh, so before we go, do you want to promote any social media you have? Or? Yeah, you can find me. Basically, I'm one of the easiest ones to find because if you Google Molly Spartan, yes. you pretty much find everything. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, they're all Molly Spartan. Uh, I think I'm real Molly Spartan on Facebook. Because mm-hmm. there's a roller derby girl in America called herself Molly Spartan. And then when I found her and I messaged her and was like, hey, like, I'm Molly Spartan too. She was like, <laughs> oh, you're why I keep getting strange messages about him getting pictures of my feet. And, and, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, that'll be because of me. Sort of uh, so, yeah, like, I'm, I'm very easy to find. And, um, yeah, like, as I say, show's coming up. We've got TNT, and then there's obviously TNT for the rest of the year, and then into 2020, 2022. Yeah. Well, that was harder to say than I thought. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's all fun and games, and it's just getting more and more exciting. Yes, I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm so glad it's back. I've been to two shows so far since the restart, and I've got two more coming up, and then got Wrestle Island in September and then Fight for Honor in October and I think that's all, that's all I've got planned at the moment but yeah, but, yeah so excited 
She come in the stair each show in October for TNT. Yeah. I'll have to check what date the fight for, fight for honor is. I can't remember if it's. I'd love to. Yeah. I'll, let's say yes for now. So I will. I'll, I'll yes. message Jay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding you in that, Chris. Yes. <laughs> you come. I'm going to come find you. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> so I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs>